welcome to DT Madness, Chronicles from the Third Life, episode 84, March 2nd, 2024. So glad you could make it. And that fresh beat, swingy jazz intro. Gets me every time. I honestly don't have too much to say today. Um, Believes no one, probably. But um, yeah, I'm going to get my money's worth here because uh, it is March 2nd. And in a month from now, the the bill will come due to re-up with Podbean. Um, So going to have to take stock and see what the... uh, what the prospects are for continuing on with the madness for another year. I guess if you want to Venmo me, um, then I could become like a podcast star, you know, with my seven listeners. But yeah, I'll, I'll uh, uh, let's ramble on just a, a little bit to today. Um, I, have you ever heard of massaged kale? Because I read about it yesterday and I'm really thinking about getting into it. Um, really trying to find some new foods to eat just in the rut in that kind of category for sure. Um, but I, I, I think you drizzle some oil over it maybe and then like work it around in the bowl with your fingers. And then I don't know the one, the one person said that massage kale changed, changed her life in the way that she completely views kale. So I'm going to, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to work on making some, uh, some Buddha bowls and some healthier wraps, plant-based type stuff. Not not going fully there, but uh, got to try to expand my horizons a little bit. Even thought about getting a yoga ball to uh, when I do my writing. Maybe I could just sit on a yoga ball and strengthen up my core. Are there other things you can do with yoga ball? I, I do have to get back into exercise like uh you know tennis season is underway and so that's been good i've, been, I've definitely been getting in my my ten thousand steps i'm not as active uh, you know at tennis I, I guess maybe as i thought i was gonna be but it's a lot of me watching them i mean i'm i can't compete with those kids well i can compete with some of them um but i have been getting in my steps and i mean i'm, I'm dropping some lbs i'm I'm back down under that 190 number, which is which is good. Um, so um, I, I guess I'm moving in the right direction. You know, don't be so hard on yourself, DT. Uh, but I, I do got to get back into a little bit more of an exercise routine. But, but man, I, I, I hurt my arm, like uh, my deltoid attachment. And it's getting better. It is getting better. But it's still there are a couple of movements that bring the pain um, and discomfort. So I'm trying to let that heal all the way up before I start trying to get ripped. You know what I mean? And, you know, I haven't been sleeping all that great. A couple of things. Uh, my youngest boy did driver's ed. I think I, I think I talked about this on the last episode with my epic dad fail, but, uh, he he did great, man. And that's just a lesson that I'm learning is that I've got to learn to trust them. I got to let them be them, you know, and, and stop trying to figure out ways that, 
that I can feel like I am in control of everything and I just need to trust that they're that they're gonna do their thing. And if they don't, then that's okay too. But yeah, man, he, he uh Isaac did great. He uh but 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 I didn't sleep too good that, that week. Sid Sid had the the ACT that she had to take at, at school. So I didn't sleep well for sure. A lot of low key anxiety or whatever just wound up tight. I, I did wake up in the middle of the night a couple of times. Part part of my issue is that sometimes I'd be falling asleep at like eight thirty and then sleep really good until about two. And then I'm ready to go at two, you know? And it takes me a little while to get to get back to sleep. Um and with an alarm that's going off just after five, you know, that makes makes for a choppy choppy sleep experience but but I, I I wondered and contemplated what an olive must taste like because I've never had one and of course the Mediterranean diet gets all the hype seven seven time defending chant for the best um, I, I don't even know if I would assume olives fit into the Mediterranean diet but so I was thinking about eating one you know eating some maybe getting into olives a little bit Found out they had some great, great qualities. If you eat the olives, then they have great qualities, unless you read that other website, and then it gives you the things that it's supposed to protect against. And this is the world of information in which we live. But uh, but I did have a, a really good couple hours of thinking about what an olive must taste like. And so I don't know what you think about in the middle of the night. I'm really just looking for some increased energy. I've uh, been in the low energy cycle here for the last little bit with, with the not sleeping and the not exercising. And I mean, it's just dark and rainy and, you know, going to school in the morning, it's it's brighter now. And so that's good. The days are getting longer and not this weekend, but next weekend is one of my favorite holidays, and which is time change. We spring forward um, and I, that's amazing because then it's going to be, you know, light by 730, maybe even 8. It'll still be light, and I'm I'm here for that. The temperatures are warming up a little bit. It's just been raining, like man, it's just been raining. But I'm ready to get outside, and, and for all that, and, and I did come down with the with the sickness, and uh, nothing too terrible. Although I'm 46 years old, and I had the pink eye, man, and I try to just say it was the cold that I had that that got into my eye. I don't know if that's a different thing. Um, but I haven't really been sick for a pretty good while. And, um, so that one set me back a little bit. I did miss a day, but really that was just because I had to get breaks for the car and seemed like a good time to take a whole day off. Um, but it, it, it took me a couple of days and I know that a lot of y'all are out there feeling low. So sorry if you, uh, haven't been feeling too good. Hope you can, can lay around, take some, take some time. And hope you get to feeling better by this weekend. We made it. We made it to March. But anyway, enough about my health. Um, I did get the new MacBook. I'm I'm using it right now. The the new 15 inch. I didn't know it was going to be this big. Um, um, yeah, I'm thinking about the office right now, but. 
but it is it's it's really nice and this will be one that either i will continue to use for my own writing if that if that happens or uh, uh potentially send this one with uh sydney to college that's kind of the idea here and uh but i'm using it now and and i got it that it came in that day i was off sick with the with the pink eye and and the cold nasty and um i got it all set up but i wasn't really feeling much writing or exploring that day and i guess i set it up and set a password on on the thing and then yesterday or the day before i i, I couldn't i couldn't remember the password and i it was you know i'm i'm definitely an old guy you know and so i'm like continue to try to put another password in even though it tells me your account is locked for the next 15 minutes and i did it all the way up till i was locked out for three hours and but i couldn't remember the password and i didn't know what the recovery key was and all that kind of stuff and so i had to chat with the apple people and and had to erase the whole disk and reinstall mac sonoma or whatever it is on on this one which was fine i hadn't saved anything or anything like that so it wasn't a huge deal but it was quite the hassle um but uh anyway here i am and and ready to go and i read i've been i've been a reading machine i think i'm eight or nine books in to 2024 no big deal. I'm not not bragging here. Just had the the space to be able to knock those books out, and I've been on a pretty strong fiction kick um, as well. But uh, um, I I don't remember which book it was in, but but that it said words are creators of worlds, and I do like that. And I just got some some new books in yesterday. In fact, I ordered three at a time this time, and I got the new Kristen. Not the new Kristen Hannah book. I read the new Kristen Hannah book called The Women, which is just phenomenal. Just absolutely phenomenal. And I hope this next one, The Nightingale, which I went ahead and decided I would I would take on next. I read a couple chapters yesterday, and um, I'm excited everybody talks it up. So uh, I'm looking forward to, to doing that one. I got The, the Love Songs of W.E.B. Du Bois um, by Honoré Jeffers, and it's an open book club. So that one. That one should suffice. I was going to, I would have gotten it earlier, but it wasn't, I thought it was something different and uh, it isn't. So it is a novel. I'm looking forward to, looking forward to that one. And I got a new, the, the, the next Ken Follett book that comes in the Kingsbridge series. That'll be, so that is, those will be my next three that are up. But I, man, I just, I love to read. I love education. I've talked about this a million times. But it's, the, you know, the idea of liberal arts and, you know, lib- I knew you was a liberal, but but just this idea of freeing your mind, you know, this idea of opening up worlds. Um, I don't know what it's like. I don't know what it's like to be in Vietnam. I don't know what it's like to be a nurse. I don't know what it's like to be a female in Vietnam, you know, and all of that kind of stuff that comes with that context. I, I, but when I read Kristen Hannah's The Women, I get to go there as close as I can get, you know, I mean, on these literary journeys and whatever it is that you're reading, whether it's history, it's, it's philosophy, it's theology, it's, these things are opening up different perspectives. Um, and that's, what's, that's, what's good. You know, like we don't, we don't need a one size fits all. We just, just this week, um, of, 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 one of our subs is in, I'll get to teacher shortages in just a second, 
but one of the long-term subs was in and she was, she's old school, man. And she's telling the kids they've got to dress a certain way. And it, it, you know, if they want to get a job in an interview, they, they need to look clean, you know, these types of things. And, and at the same time, across the hallway, I was telling my students, my AP seminar students, you know, they were asking, what do they have to wear to do their presentations? And can they wear jeans and, and can they have holes in them? And I explained to them, and even in the rubric, the word is conventions. This is the way that you're supposed to use commas. And this is the way that you're supposed to use sentences. And this is the way that you're supposed to act when you present. And, and all those things are, are fine. And that's what Miss uh, the Miss Sub lady was telling the other students is that they need to follow the conventions. And on the other side of the hall, I'm telling my students to not follow the conventions. <laughs> and both of those ideas are good. And we should have both of those ideas in our minds and then be able to weigh them and, and figure out when one applies and when one doesn't apply. And that's what education is, is being able to think. <sighs> okay. Getting ahead of myself. But that's why I love to read so much because it opens up these worlds to me. And and it's not just reading, although that's my primary way. I'm not a big movie guy, but I, I do intend to go see Dune 2 um, probably later this afternoon, early this afternoon. I was going to go last night, but again, the old man and me, I did not want to miss Jeopardy. It's turned into champions, man. You know, I got to I got to check it out. So uh, Jeopardy at seven is something that we watch on the reg. Um, also, what you know on PBS, the the Les Mis concert was on the other night, and I got to looking for when Les Mis is going to be around. And uh, it just it's not too close to us, but uh, I'd love to go see that again sometime. But yeah, um, so moving on and and to education from education, kinda to government which is i mean these are the things that i teach um our primary north carolina's primary is on super tuesday it is this coming tuesday march the 5th and i don't know that there's a whole lot of drama although if you watch jeopardy you know that there's a couple of hotly contested house seats um, in cleveland county the the work that we've been i've been doing with my students this week is Whoever wins in the Republican primary is going to be elected because it's two to one. And we looked at every single election the last couple of cycles, and it's usually around 30,000 to 15,000, somewhere around in there. And so if you're if you're going to be elected, you got to win the Republican primary. And I am registered unaffiliated, and so I don't know if I want to vote in the Republican primary or the, the Democrat primary. I'll probably lean R just because those are where the the school board candidates are, and again, whoever wins, this one wins. But 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 I've been thinking about what I wish I could vote for. Not who, um, as much as what. And I wish that I could vote to end our system of the way we draw districts. You know, I wish I, I could vote to end gerrymandering. And I don't fully know what the answer is, but I think some type of of outside commission that's balanced between Republican interests and Democrat interests. And, you know, uh, but, but to ensure these races, at least plenty of them are competitive races, or at least to, 
to not rig it to where that they aren't because our approval rating of Congress is somewhere just above 10% and yet the re-election rate of Congress is somewhere just around 90%. And so even when we want to throw the bums out, we can't. The system isn't set up that way. Of the 435 members uh, that are in the House, maybe 90 or so are competitive. The other 300-ish are safe seats. And so we, we need to get back to where, or we need to get to a place where there is a, 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 a competition for votes. That it isn't just stacked one way or the other. And I'm not talking about a particular political party. In North Carolina, the Republicans stacked the deck because they control the state legislature. Have since 2010. I wish I could vote for term limits for Congress. Um, and, and increasingly, I think so for the Supreme Court. Um, I believe in lifetime terms. I believe in the theory that Hamilton spells out in Federalist Paper number 78. But the life expectancy is just different than when he wrote that. And we've got these people serving on the bench for 20, 30 years and I think we should have term limits for that. I don't think they should be elected, but I do think that they should be. Maybe it's 20 years. Maybe it's maybe it's 15. I don't, I don't know what the number is. Reasonable term limits for the members of the House. Maybe you can serve 12 years in the Senate. Maybe you can serve 18 even. And I would like to think that elections serve that purpose, that if there's somebody good in office, that we can continue to vote for them. And if they're not good, we would vote them out. But take it back to my first thing that I want to vote for. The system's set up to where once you're in, you have a pretty good chance of staying in. I think that we could, I wish that I could vote to increase the number of members of the House of Representatives. It's been at 435 for about, about a hundred years now. And it doesn't have to be at 435. We could increase it and we should increase it because as our population grows, the number of people to one representative, that that proportion gets too out of, of balance. And so if we can increase the number and, and de- decrease the amount of people that one representative represents, then I think that that person would um, be more beholden to the people and couldn't figure out ways around um, the voters. I think I wish I could vote on a constitutional amendment to end the massive amounts of money that have poured in since um, the Citizens United case in 2010. It's just, it's just obscene. And yeah, I, I wish I could vote on school board candidates that would prioritize teaching positions or that at the very least school board uh, members who actually support public schools. Because I, I just see it more and more, especially in this state that the the teacher positions are being cut. Teacher conditions aren't great. North Carolina, I think, maybe in the nation is the leader, but I know that we have record numbers of teachers in public schools that are leaving mid-year. Not just not coming back after the year. That's a number that's high too. But leaving mid-year. Um, I, I, I'm not, I, I'm fine. You know, I'm fine. 
I got my master's degree and I got my national boards in 2007. And at that point, I got a, a decent raise, a decent bump onto my salary because that was still a thing. Um, but I, I can't imagine how especially newer teachers, middle of the road teachers manage their manage their finances. You know, the raise I got this past year from the state was like $73 a month. I'm going to take it, you know, I'm not, not complaining. Um, the, the, the conditions just aren't what they were when, when I started, I still love it. I'm not, I'm not leaving, I'm not leaving. Um, but I understand why a lot of people do. And then there's this real sneaking suspicion that really isn't hidden anymore. Excuse me, that the funding is decreasing. Our state has passed uh, laws that allow that funding to go to private schools now to pay for scholarships to private schools. The, the same folks who are mad that student loans are being forgiven want, want me to pay for their kids to go to private school. Yeah. I guess I do sound like a liberal out here today, but I got other opinions. Don't put me in a box. Don't put nobody puts baby in a corner. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I wish I could vote on all that kind of stuff. I wish we, I wish we could just do a better job of promoting and celebrating what public education is instead of teachers being demonized. Well, we have this parents' bill of rights now, you know, and that's fine. That's fine. It's fine. I had to send home a parent consent letter for us to be able to talk about the First Amendment, which is come on, man. You know, like. If you don't trust me, then send the administration in to see what I'm doing. Have the school board come over and sit in my class. That's fine. If you don't trust me, then come and check up on me. And then if you don't think I'm doing a good job, then fire me. Just like any management company. But we've given this parents' bill of rights because the leaders have convinced these parents that the teachers are the, are the bad guys. That the system that they send their kids to every day is, is evil. But it's these parents, it's these parents whose kids are there. And so by by detracting from the reputation of the schools, by by setting up these circumstances that send teachers elsewhere, you know, by decreasing funding and cutting positions, even though our numbers are going up, our student population is increasing, but we still face teacher cuts. The, the people who are getting hurt are these parents who are being sold this bill of goods that the public schools are bad. <clears throat> no. DT Downer. But yeah, anyway, uh, where are we at? 22 minutes? Yeah, I don't want to get into this. I don't want to get too far into this thing. But yeah, I, I'm... So here's what I, I think. Maybe I'll become a a stronger advocate. Maybe it's time for me to step up and and start being more vocal about these kinds of things, not just on a podcast that, that reaches seven people, you know, but um, in the old public square there and risk the ridicule. I'm off Facebook, so I don't have to worry about that anymore. I don't have to worry about what people are saying down there. Isn't it wild that I once cared and maybe still do? Like I'm, I kind of want to peek sometimes about what just regular random people think, you know, um, and how their opinions somehow really matter. I, that sounds terrible. But this this social media world that we've created 
gives everyone this sense of power, sense of real, true understanding. Like they, they know. Anyway, all right, we are in the in the home stretch now. It's uh, it's March, and so a couple more weeks, and then you know the the third nine weeks will be over, and then a couple weeks after that, and it'll be time for spring break. And then a couple weeks after that, and AP exams will be there. And so it's uh, we've gone from for real, for real February to March Madness in my classroom. I told them I'll, I sometimes change into a different guy that they might not like me for a month or two as I try to really push them to dig down deep and actually do some work and, and get prepared. Um, of course, I tell them that after the AP exams are over, I work really hard to get them to like me again because I have all my insecurity issues and that not to worry. I can talk about that with my. Uh, counselor on Monday. I do have my 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 last for a while counseling appointment at Living Lotus on Monday. I'm looking forward to trying to summarize my journey over the past 14 months um, with this intensive therapy. And I'm glad that I'm in a spot to be able to take a little bit of a break. I still struggle with sleeping and getting nervous. And I think that's probably always a thing because life um, I still don't think I want to go. Like I don't really enjoy thinking about going to the doctor or things like that because of what they might find, you know, and I, I end up with a lot of trepidation about that. And so I just avoid it. And that's probably not a very healthy thing. And so I don't think that this is, I don't think that my work is done, um, but I'm very grateful for uh, that counseling um, and therapy that I've ha- that I've experienced since uh, December over a year ago, um, and fish dates are out for the summertime, and so nothing too close around except for Noblesville, Indiana, which is where my journey started in fish, uh, starting back in 2022, uh, this second time around, and so I've definitely got my ticket requests in, and we are hoping to head up to. Noblesville, Indiana at the beginning of August. Man, that's going to be awesome. I don't even know how I'm going to title this jumbled up random Saturday morning uh, blabber. But it is a Church of Six production nonetheless, brought to you by the Wall of Belief. Who are you? Who are you? Remember who you are. Brought to you by the Bucket of Life, by the Magic Rock times two, the Foundation Tower of Stone, the Token of Hope, and the Rope of Relationship. Nothing divine is desperate. And may all your circumstances serve to awaken compassion, and as you go, teach peace. Don't forget to believe, y'all, and be live grace and peace, my friends.